This is HPR episode 2239 entitled Making Jerky. It is hosted by Genra and is about 12 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Genra don't talk about his process for making jerky while making jerky. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, my name is Jezra, and it's a damn fine day to make some beef jerky. This episode is recorded on a Nexus 5X running CyanogenMod using Urecord software, and that is available in FDroid. Today at the grocery store, I picked up a two and a half pound cut of London broil. Uh, it's called London broil in my area, a lot of other places it is called Top round, I believe. And that is what I will be using to make beef jerky. This cut of meat is fairly lean. It doesn't have a lot of fat on it. And that is desirable when making beef jerky because the dehydration process pushes out all the moisture or pulls out all the moisture. And fatty meats get really greasy really quick. Now, this piece that I have is fairly large. And so I'm going to cut it down into smaller pieces that are about, oh, maybe 2 inch by 4 inch. Or that's what, like 10 centimeters by 3 centimeters. I'm going to get my tape measured. Oh, yeah, that's about 10 centimeters. Oh, fancy that. Okay, now I have these large chunks that I want to cut against the grain to be a less than a quarter inch thick, probably uh, four millimeters. Most places that sell meat, that would be uh, the butchers or the meat counter at your local grocery store perhaps, uh, will cut it for you. When the person asked if they could cut the meat for me, I said, no thank you, I will take it home and ruin it there. It's not that uh, I really prefer to cut it home, but why not keep the cutting skills up to snuff, if you will? Man, I really should have had someone else cut this. As I'm cutting my pieces, I put them in a large mixing bowl. And I'm going to save a little piece for the cat and a little piece for the puppy. Almost got a finger there. Woohoo! Woo wee. One trick I've learned for 
cutting meat thin is to partially freeze it first. And as it is then very solid, it is much easier to get a very fine, thin slice. Works wonderful for chicken breast when making chicken soup. All right, I now have a bowl full of thinly sliced meat. Four to five millimeter thick slices of meat is the constant in any beef jerky. It is the marinating, the bath, the added flavors that add all the pizzazz and mm, desirable flavor to the beef jerky. Not that, that just a plain beef jerky isn't bad, but we all want pizzazz. So I need to make a bath for this beef. One of my go-to flavorings for beef jerky is ginger. I've just finished skinning a piece of ginger that fits in my hand. Uh, yeah, it's about the size of fits in my hand. I'm not going to measure it. Ginger is extremely fibrous. And because I want to have this ginger not only add flavor to the bath, but I also want to use it to sort of encrust my beef when it's on the dehydrator, I'm going to slice this ginger against the grain fairly thin. And by fairly thin, I mean, oh, a mill or two. All right. And that doesn't need to be great because that is going into the blender. Also going into the blender is an apple. Also a wonderful flavor. And it adds a nice sweet hint to complement the bite of the ginger. We've got the bite of the ginger, some sweet from the apple. How about some salt from some soy sauce? Dump that in there. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Flash of vinegar is always a good one. Oh, and of course, the extra special, super duper secret ingredient. Splash of beer. All my ingredients are now in a blender. All blended up and being poured into the bowl full of sliced beef. And I'm just going to mix this up by hand so that the bath gets in between everything and all the flavor can soak into this beef, and then I'm going to set it into the fridge for a while. All right. It is the next morning. I'm back in the kitchen. I have removed the bowl full of meat that's been soaking in the flavor bath overnight, and I am getting ready to put it into my food dehydrator. There's probably a way to make beef jerky in an oven or a toaster oven, but I have a electric food dehydrator for this very specific purpose. My electric food dehydrator has multiple trays that I place the meat upon, and then I put the heating unit in the top, turn it on, wait about four or five hours, and all of the meat inside the dehydrator has 
turned into jerky. When I take the meat out of the bath to place on the dehydrator, I make sure I scoop out some of the extra chunky bits and lay them on top of the cuts of meat. Although plenty of flavor soaks in overnight, I prefer to have quite a bit of the flavor laid out right on top of my cuts of beef. To be honest, I could probably skip the soaking of the meat overnight and simply make a extra thick bath that I slop on top of the uh, meat in the dehydrator. All right, I'm putting on another tray. The bottom tray has been filled. Adding some more slices. When I am finished adding all of these slices of beef into the dehydrator, I will have room left over and extra trays. Not wanting to waste those trays, I'm going to slice up some apples and put them in the food dehydrator as well. Aside from making beef jerky, I will also be making some wonderful dried apple snacks. Om nom 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 nom. Oh, these are filling up quick. Oh, maybe I won't have room when I am finished. Another tray. Unfortunately for me, it is a very rainy day here, which means I will be inside for most of the day. Because I will be inside, I will be forced to smell this delicious beef jerky being made. And I'm going to try very hard not to eat any of it until it is all done and I can weigh to find out exactly how much I made. Starting with two and a half pounds of beef and dehydrating it into beef jerky will result in... Uh, oh geez, I have no idea. So. I've, I've never found out just how much moisture is removed in the process of making beef jerky because I've never made a full batch of beef jerky without eating a whole bunch of it while it is being made. Oh, it looks like I'm going to have room left over for only one apple. The flavor bath doesn't have very much left over in the mixing bowl. But what is left over is all going to be added to my crock pot as a soup base. Alright, it would appear that my work here is done. Oh, no, there is no room for a sliced apple. What a shame. So, heavens to Murgatroyd. The heating unit has been added to the dehydrator, plugged in, powered on, and now I wait. It's been just under four hours, and I'm going to check on the beef jerky in the food dehydrator. And I can see that the thick pieces are still 
tender, uh, a little soft, so I'm not going to stop at all. I'm just going to let it keep on going. Uh, at this point, I would like to let the world know that the scent inside my workshop where I am making this beef jerky is amazing, and I can't stand it. And I'm finding reasons to go outside in the rain and do anything outside. So I've repaired some fencing. Uh, I've had some beer. And uh, I've just been walking around a whole bunch. It has now been just over eight hours since I started the electric food dehydrator. And I can't take it anymore. I'm turning off the dehydrator. I'm going to finish this experiment and see how much weight I actually got in jerky. And then I'm going to eat probably all of the jerky. Uh, yeah. That's about how it's going to go. We'll see what happens. Apparently, I came up with 20.22 ounces, which is 573 grams. Um, let's see. So, 16 ounces to a pound. So, pound and a little bitsies. So my two and a half pounds came down to like a pound and a quarter. Not bad. I'm going to eat some now. Oh yes, I am. <laughs> You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.